And welcome to the News Podcast. I am Brad. And I'm Jeremy. Jeremy, this is episode 169. Ooh. We've been gone a while. Yes. But we're back with a vengeance. And we are doing <laughs> Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Because here we go again with our podcast after it's, we've been off for a couple of weeks. It's Super Bowl Sunday, so we figured what better way to celebrate that <laughs> than with the musical jukebox musical of the, ABBA song. The, uh, the, yes, correct. No. And this is the uh, sequel to the Mamma Mia, the uh, the hit from 2008. This is 10 years later. It's 2018. Um, the only person really not from the first movie is Meryl Streep, but she does show up at the end. Yeah. All of her dialogue is sung. Yeah. So she's technically in it. So she's in it, but she's like a cameo. Yeah. And you see pictures of her a lot. <clears throat> yes. Um, this is a both a prequel and a sequel to the original movie. Yeah. Uh, which is quite interesting. Or as some people like to put it, The Godfather Part 2 of Musicals. Right? Yes. No, it's not. <laughs> not even close. It totally is, though. No. no, no okay, no, maybe no. not. No. I guess probably because both of them had a character named Fernando, probably, in both of them. It could be. I'm just making that up. I don't know if Godfather... Had it. Uh, a couple uh, couple actors who are joining the cast this time around. Andy Garcia as Fernando. And Cher as the grandmother. Playing the grandmother who is, what, five years older than Meryl Streep? Three. Three? I don't know. They were in Silkwood together. And wasn't Andy Garcia in Godfather? Uh, I think you're getting confused with every other actor that was probably... Supposed to be in, in Godfather. Was he? In, uh, Godfather yeah. 3. Vincenzo Corleone. Mm, was he? Godfather 3. Godfather 3. See, I told you. Yeah. I think he was in 3, right? <clears throat> the the great one with Sofia Coppola. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> but we are doing Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. And do we have a plot synopsis, Jeremy? We do. In this musical... No, you're going to have to sing it. In this musical romantic comedy, a woman grapples with running her mother's villa. I'm not done. Okay. Uh, it's beautiful, by the way. Thank you. While also expecting her first child. Mm -hmm. And worries that she won't be able to handle Spoiler. everything on her own. So she enlists two of her mother's friends for assurance, help, and guidance. Along the way, she learns more about her mother's past and now faces a surprise visit from someone she never met. Her own grandmother, starring Amanda Seyfried, Meryl Streep, Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth, Stellan Skarsgård, and Christine Baranski, and written and directed by Ole Parker. Right, and Richard Curtis direct, or, uh, wrote uh, this movie as well, who wrote uh, Notting Hill, Bridget Jones movies, uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral, yeah. About Time, Yesterday. So there's a big kind of um, romantic comedy guru you would say. Yeah. Uh, the tagline for this is discover how it all began. Kind of, Generic. I guess, says about half the movie because the half the movie is discovering how it all begins. So we do see younger versions of our favorite characters and we will get into that. And we see the, um, the present day, how she's opening up the, um, the hotel, the reopening, the hotel without her yep. mom 
because she had died a year before. Yeah, they mm-hmm. just they just casually say she died the year before. I don't even think they yeah. talk about how. No, um, mm, I don't think they. Do. I don't think so. No, no. they just kind of dance around. No, it. Uh, a lot like I, like I said, this is ten years later from the first movie. There's a lot of ancient Greece, and when I mean ancient Greece in this movie, I do mean Ben Gay was probably robbed on a lot of the actors. <laughs> uh, but go ahead. What were you going to say, Jeremy? Okay, so I thought it was really inconsistent. I thought at some points it said it was five years later, and others said it was I'm, ju- I'm talking about the movie release. Right, but I, mean, right. I thought the timeline in the movie was off, too. Oh, it probably I is. I thought they changed it a couple of times. The, this movie is... Both problematic and great at the same time. Like, we will get into it, but it is um, both hand-fisted and wonderfully, like, cheesy at the same... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it is it is infectious, but you are going, <sighs> why? A lot while you're watching the movie. Uh, maybe that's just me, but that's oh, kind of what I was No, I, I agree. But um, but you also I mean it's also fun. It, it sets out to have fun, and that's what it kind of accomplishes, right? Yeah. So um, I don't know. Where do you want to start with this? Should we start at the beginning? She's opening up the hotel, and she's uh, sending out invitations to her three dads, which is a, a sitcom that um, NBC passed on. <laughs> Uh, in the the reboot to my two dads, yeah, the spinoff, my three dads in ancient Greece in Golden Palace. In Golden... <laughs> they run a hotel <laughs> in Greece, yeah, with Pierce Brosnan, and uh, yeah, it's um, it's quite interesting. And she's putting together everything. Andy Garcia is there helping her out, and she goes, "Oh, I just wish she was here." And of course, we're talking about Meryl Streep's character, and then we get we start a flashback. Right? Yeah, I was trying to figure out where she was at first, and then I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, shit. you didn't know that she wasn't in this movie that much." Yeah, I knew because I had written or I've read things before when this movie originally came out that you know the big draw was going to be Cher. Yeah, well, I you knew know, that. You know what I mean? And um, and there, yeah. And so Meryl Streep wasn't in that much. She did want to sing some I have a song, but it didn't fit with the, yeah, the plot they, or something. Because Fernando was a big hit of theirs, but they couldn't really fit it any anywhere. No, it's... I'm talking about. No, I'm not talking about Cher. I'm talking about uh, Meryl. But yeah, but yes, that um, is kind of hand fisted with the whole oh, Fernando God. thing. Yeah. It is. Which we'll get to. But we start doing a flashback with Lily James playing uh, Meryl Streep's character. I think she is the one to watch in this movie. Yeah, um, agreed. This is a, this, I think this is where her star starts to rise. Mm-hmm. Lily James, uh, you might know right now, is starring in the Pam and... Uh, Pam and Tommy. Pam and Tommy. Yeah. Uh, uh, show on Hulu. Yeah. Where she plays Pamela Anderson. Um, she's been in other things too, though. Right? Yeah. She was Cinderella yes. in uh, the Cinderella remake. She was in uh, Sense and Sensibility and Zombies. Or oh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Pride and Prejudice sorry. and Zombies. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. She's been in a lot yes. of things lately. 
lately, like she seems to be kind mm-hmm. of that girl on the rise, and rightfully so. I think that she is the one uh, kind of carrying the movie for me, especially the flashbacks. Oh, yeah. um, are concerned. Um, if it wasn't her, I would be falling asleep every time we do a flashback. Yeah, because honestly, like I'm not too impressed by. I'm impressed by the singing with the guys. I'm not really impressed by the acting wise of the three guys. Yeah. In the flashbacks. Yes. Agreed. That represent the dads. Agreed. I don't know about you, but no, no, no. The 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 acting is pretty. Well, okay. So here's here's why it's problematic to me is um I think the guy who plays Pierce Brosnan is probably the easiest of all of them, mainly because mm-hmm. all he has to do is just act normal yes and milk toast and not Pierce well, Brosnan. the uh like because he's just being charming Irish he has to be British. kind of yeah. a little charming yeah but and i think the kid but there's a dramatic uh, there's that yeah. that dramatic scene yeah where she finds out that he's engaged and whatnot so you need a little bit of an actor yeah and i was fine with him yeah too. no he's fine um the other two the guy who plays the younger colin firth and the guy who plays the younger uh Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Um, he is. Uh, they, those two guys. I feel like their singing is fine, and like when they've done musical stuff, like that was okay. It was the guy that what, played Colin Firth really bothered me. Yeah, because it was like he was trying to do almost like a well, both of them. They were trying to do caricatures mm. of their older versions. And so the kid who was like Colin Firth was like, <laughs> like trying to like, and I'm just like, nope, don't do it. And you were like King's Speech, come on, yeah, let's spit it out. And the spit other guy was words. like, Hello, I am Scarlet. <laughs> like trying to. Hello, are you Loki? He did some weird accent that faded in and out, and I was just like, oh, his boy. accent did fade in and out. There was moments where I was like, do these guys have accents? I um, don't even know. I don't even know if that kid was. <laughs> no. if he was from the country or not no and, and honestly when i read um the the bios of all the three guys the guys that played the scars guard yeah he did the least he's he's done the least yeah amount of, amount of things which is not saying much i mean you could still be a good actor yeah. not have done a lot but it kind of shows a little bit here and he also doesn't really have a lot i mean he's he's he sails a boat you know, yeah. in the movie. And, and he catches. And, way, and you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he woos her. I mean, there's, no, there's really nothing, you know, at least like the the first character has to be that charmingness and kind of that, um, oh, oh, bother me, you know, with uh, the whole uh, kind of like uh, Colin Farrow or not Colin Farrow, the yeah. Hugh, uh, not Hugh Laurie. <laughs> What's his name? I'm I'm going through all my hues. Four weddings and a funeral guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Why can't I think of? Because I, I kept going in my head. Hugh Laurie, no. Hugh Dancy, no. Then I was like, Hugh Downs, old, no. Why would it be him? <laughs> like, I... Oh my god. I know. And I was just thinking of him earlier. Paddington too. I'm charmingly befuddled. I'm Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Yes. And so he has to he has to have that kind of like character, yeah. right? So at least he has that to build on. But like the Scarzer kid, I'm just like, 
there's really nothing. There's no dramatic moment with you. Yeah. That I'm really that invested with. Yeah. But it's also like you're Skarsgård, so who cares? But also, like Skarsgård is the most boring of the three dads, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> like who so cares? it was fine. Who cares? Was, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're gonna start the multiverse anyway. Just you know, get all get over it and be all yeah. like, here you go, Loki. You know, but it's it's no, it's nothing. There's really there's nothing. I don't know. Like we could have interchanged that actor in the first movie with someone else. Yeah. And I could have been like, oh yeah, okay. I honestly, before we started this movie, went okay, Colin Firth, yeah, um, Pierce Brosnan, and then I went, who's the third dad? Yeah. I always have to remember the third I, dad. I remembered because I also thought it was weird the first time around. <laughs> like I was it is it weird was the first odd. time around. Um, it is very weird the first time around. You know, I think... This does have Richard Curtis's blueprints all over it. Yeah, it does. Especially with the whole prequel, like like the flashback. Yeah. Uh, sometimes that got confusing to me. Yes, because they because cut it, quick. We, they cut quick and we didn't... There was no way that the camera or the way it was shot was different. Yes. To tell me that this was the past. Right. Right. We're just in the restaurant and I'm like, are we still in the restaurant now or yeah. everything looked the same? Um, You know, I, I think the part of where I had a problem with that too was because narrative from like a narrative standpoint, we're flashing back and looking at that, you know the the mother's past, uh, at Donna's past, mm-hmm. but we're we don't know why we're looking at it. And then when when Amanda Seyfried like makes reference to it, or she's like, I feel like I'm connected to my mom right. because of all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, is she being told the story? Has she been told it before? You know, like I don't understand from a narrative perspective where the two connect really. Right, like if someone's telling her the story, <clears throat> yes, that's different. But no one's telling her the story. It's just a story that's being told to us, and not necessarily to the characters. Right, right, and that's so. I, I agree with you. Yeah, it's part of what I wanted was like, as like she's people are reminiscing about the mother, and telling her parts of the story that are coming together. Mm. Like I could understand that more. I actually think it could flow better because a lot of the characters don't cross over. Like you don't have the like the the three dads overlapping with the, the two best friends, and so like you could tell their part separately. What do you mean? Well, like um, like when she's with Colin, young Colin Firth's character. Yeah, but the friends see um, Pierce Brosnan's. Yeah, character. but they just see him. They don't really like. They try to interact with him, right? But they don't in context of Donna, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, so that's yeah, why yeah. I'm like, oh, then why is that part of the story? Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah, and so like that's but, that's why it gets a little weird. Yeah, but like I could see... unless Donna was there to know, yeah, she wasn't. Well, and that would be interesting. Like, see, I could have gone with like, she's piecing together the story. And then she realizes, like, when Christine Baranski's character, if she was like, oh, and then, oh, the most beautiful guy came down, and blah, 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 blah. And then she realizes, wait a minute, was that, mm. you know, Pierce Brosnan? And then goes talks to him, and she's like, you did come back for her, or mm. something like that. You know, basically, having it where people are telling her the story, mm. that, from a narrative standpoint, seems stronger to me than just, like, 
two stories that aren't intersecting. Mm. Somehow magically they do though, because like right. things are par you know, like it's just like I I didn't get the purpose of the flashback piece of it. Well, I mean there was a moment with the flashback where she sees the what's gonna eventually be the hotel. Yes. And she goes through that and then it's cross cut with nowadays, which was nice. Yes. Which I thought was I was giggling and I thought, Oh, this is fun. Yeah, it was a cool it was a cool um, but I really that was me, all Lily James. Yes. Right? Oh, very much so. And it wasn't anyone else. Like, I was, it was all like, I don't really care about the future. I just was like, oh, yeah, this is fun because she's sliding down the banister that Meryl, Meryl did. Yeah. Which everyone remembers and it breaks. Yeah. And I'm it's like, because yeah. it's old and she's like, oh, no. And she looks back and there it is. And I'm like, okay, that's funny. And it's a throwback. Yeah. Um, And so that's nice. But again, it's, or do you, you want to be a prequel? Do you want to be a yeah. sequel? Like, you got to pick a lane and really go with it. Yes. It seems like we were either relying too heavy on the prequel part sometimes. Yeah. Or the sequel part. Yes. And and the two didn't combine well enough right. in the end to gratify the finale. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know, okay, so, and I kind of agree with you where it's like, figure out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But to me, I don't think it's, I don't really think they could pick one or the other. And my reasoning is, I don't think either part of it is strong enough to stand on its own. Like the, the flashback, the flashback stuff, we kind of already knew because, you know, presumably the audience has seen Mamma Mia. The stuff after that, who gives a shit? Like, I really don't care about Amanda Seyfried and like these people on her own, like. Her, if you took out the flashback stuff, the story in the present I'm is not just even weak. like even even um, Baranski and yeah, what what uh, 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 Walters? Yeah, I don't care about I don't even care about their characters, and it's not that I don't care about them because they're bad. I just am like I'm done with them, right? Like there's nothing really there for them to be there except for the grand opening. Yeah, you know what I mean. So there's really no motivation for them, yeah. Without Meryl Streep's character being there, yes. Well, and to really have them. Well, and even with the, like Pierce Including Brosnan, the, the, Pierce Brosnan was okay because he was there the whole time, and he did. He was there the whole time, some, though. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah, he did contribute. Um, I did like where so they had scenes because they said, "Oh, the other two dads aren't going to be here. Mm. Uh, Harry and Bill aren't going to be here," and. Uh, he he goes. They have scenes where Harry's in uh, Japan, Japan at like a, a a merger, mm. like at some sort of contract meeting, and he's like, "You know what? She's the best thing in my life. I have something mm. I got to go do." And like goes to his daughter, mm-hmm. and Bill kind of does the same thing where like he has his yeah, he's in like Sweden. Yeah, he has his twin brother accept an award for him, which is nonsense. Which but, is nonsense. Yeah, yes. it's, it's just him in a fat suit, right? You know. But his twin brother... We're, we're assuming it's Nobel. Yeah. You know, Peace Prize. Yeah, whatever. something. Yeah. Uh, but he has him accepting an award, and he, like, runs out to go... I think it's, like, a literary award or mm. something. But he has him, like, run out, and he's, oh, like... They have Nobel literal. You he, know. Yeah, he's, like, my brother says, I have to do this and this. Or he, yeah. He's right. You know, I have to go take care of this. And so mm. he, like, runs out. And uh, I was, like why didn't we have more scenes about like why they weren't going? And then the eventual 
like coming around to the yeah. idea they had to be there. But I could have like to me it would have made sense if they were like if they were remembering back to Donna and being like I owe it to her and maybe our daughter to so be there. So the flashbacks shouldn't just be through um the daughter. They should be through everyone. I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it, that would It depends, but they they needed to be tied to that the narrative. That might have been too clunky for me. They needed to be tied to the narrative to to do something for me. Well, especially because it, like it's it's almost like they're cameos too. Yeah. Cuz it happens close to the end of the movie. Yeah. And when yeah, when they do show up, you know, it's just like eh. And it's almost an afterthought. Yeah. Too, so. Um the music in this um again uh, it's all ABBA because it's a, it's an ABBA yeah. box musical, obviously. Um, I don't know why her whole life, including her mom's life, is um, set to the soundtrack of ABBA. Yeah. I don't know what happened and why she has that, but uh, that's just the way it is with these movies. Yeah. Um, and um, this movie has less of um, what we know of hits of ABBA. Yeah. And we have the same, the, the songs that we do know are repeats from the first yes. movie, yep. which are kind of annoying to me because I don't think there's enough ABBA music to, that was so great that we needed a sequel. Yeah. It's... And they want to make a third one. And again, there's not enough ABBA no. songs for me to, to acknowledge that there should be. Yeah. A at third this, one. At and you're going to have just gonna I mean, be reading. Has new music. Yeah. But what, you're going to have new music? Yeah. No, no one wants yeah. to hear that, right? Yeah. Um, Not after 34 years. <laughs> at this point, like, I guess it seems fitting to me that a movie <laughs> that features Amanda Seyfried mm. would be playing B sides from, <laughs> right? from ABBA albums. That makes sense to me, it's right? It's a very B side kind of it's movie. It's a very B side kind of movie, but, like, there is. There's a charm to this movie, but I'm also like, just make it prequel. Yeah, like, I'm almost like make it prequel then, and and let's let's get into the lives of these characters well, beforehand, I don't and then have... tie that in at the end with this grand opening and having all these people. Yeah, I would have been fine with that, and they all have cameos because honestly, I kind of I don't know. I just wanted more Lily James in this movie. Yeah. Well, you know, and you, why couldn't she have, I don't know why she couldn't have dealt with Cher, her mother, in the past. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah and have that resolution, because it's also kind of like, Cher never resolves that with her, apparently. I don't know, because her mom dies, and we right. don't know what yes. the relationship and is. And now she's a great grandma. Yeah, and now she's like, what? hey, hey babe, I'm showing hey. up. The... And so she like, I wasn't invited. Those are the best parties. The best parties. <laughs> Why does Cher up. sound like like Colonel Sanders to you? Is that what I Your Cher impression is like, mm, I love an herbs and spices, <laughs> everyone. Spices, babe. Oh, yeah. If I could turn back my finger licking. <laughs> mm, yum. What? That's how, that's how Colonel Sanders sounds to you? That's No, but that's how your share sounds. Oh, it does not. Oh, it does. My 11 herbs and spices. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Gypsies, traps, and traps, and thieves. Drumsticks and thieves. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... But there is like the, the there is like the, the ridiculousness of this movie though, right? 
where and it does it does come to full capacity when when Cher comes zooming in in her helicopter, yeah, like apocalyptic, like apocalypse now style. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, yes. oh my god! And then she gets off, like she gets off, like if she's really that famous of a singer, yeah, not Cher, but like her character, yeah. Um, she gets off that helicopter. Everyone's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah, like no one. Everyone's like, "What?" Yeah, and she's like, "You're okay. not invited." And they're like, "Those are the best kind of parties." And then everyone's like, "What?" Well, I everyone don't just stands there, like, like if she's the biggest, like one of the biggest singers in the world. Yeah, which she claims to be. Whenever everyone would be like, "Oh my god, look who it is." Well, okay, so this you know this, this is what would have made sense to me. Amanda Seyfried mails the invitation, mm-hmm. and somebody's like, "Wow, she's a big deal," and she goes, "Don't worry, she's not going to come anyway. She never right. comes to these things." Yeah. Then when Sky, Amanda Seyfried's boyfriend, played by Dominic Cooper, comes back, then like, I why did see, we need that? I could see him being like, "I brought a surprise," and he brings the grandmother. Like I could, I, that made more sense to me that she'd be like, I wouldn't miss this. He told me, you know, I should be here and whatever. That drama was unnecessary. Just having him away. Yeah. It was it, pointless. Yeah. Cause it was resolved right away when he came. Yeah, they never had sky. Any. They never had that much of like, yeah. you know, they had a little tip or argument. Yeah. Please. Yeah. But we, we argue about each other's Colonel Sanders, like, uh, you know, impressions. All the time. Well, yeah, because you you think yours sounds like Cher, <laughs> and yours sounds like Cher. <laughs> um, no, but so they. Uh, <laughs> this is so. Eleven herbs and spices, baby. Eleven herbs and spices, baby. If I could turn back time, I get a whole bucket of chicken, baby. A whole bucket Original of crispy wings. I like those biscuits, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very productive episode. <laughs> oh, biscuits, baby. Heard you got those famous bowls. Who wants a double down? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, uh, anywho, I, I lost it. I don't know. Where we're at. <laughs> I don't remember what was happening now. Where are we? Did we do the oh. hitman's bodyguard's wife? Oh. Is that what we reviewed? No, no. Okay. Oh. No, okay. So, like, I don't understand why they didn't un- resolve the thing with the grandma in the past or yeah. have it be where she invited her and she showed up to, to be like, she goes. Here are the invites. And then she grabs the grandmother's and goes, she never shows up anyway and rips it up. Yeah. What? Why would you? That makes so no sense. So why are you sense. putting on the, on the envelope like that gets mailed to them? Dad, one. Dad, two. Yeah. Grandma. Like, yeah. I'm like, what? Yes. Okay, thanks. Yeah, perfect. Now everyone knows that's your grandma. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's just, it's awkward. Um, but So... But connected to that awkwardness, first off, Cher is a train wreck on this. Like I, her. I think she's is, a train wreck. I think she's just like her singing is she, fine. Her singing is fine. I think she's just phoning it in. I mean, she's just like yeah. feels like she's doing a favor for someone. Yeah, but she got a, she had a lot of fucking pull for that. So, <laughs> she had a lot. Yeah. So I think it's time to talk about yeah 
Mr. Cienfuegos. Yes, it's time. So, to, it's time to. This character was not really going to be in it, right? Yeah. So originally, there's a there is a Extra guy. Crispy. Yeah, there's a guy who is helping Amanda Seyfried mm-hmm. get the business up and running. Like he's he's managing all this stuff for the island, and um, he. Cienfuegos is his last name. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of like, he's at, fir- at first I was like, okay, yeah, I can kind of dig his character. He's like the, you know, kind of wise, whatever, almost like Hector Elizondo played in like the uh, in, in Pretty Woman. Princess Diaries. Or Princess Diaries. Or so. that too. Whatever. Or Chicago the, the Hector, Chicago Hope. Chicago Hector Hope. Elizondo always plays. Chicago you Hope. Know? Yes. I actually was thinking that too when I was trying to think of his, his name. And when you said, when you just said Hector Elizondo, duh, that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. In the Princess Diaries or yeah. Chicago Hope. Yes. <laughs> season um, two. Not one. Season two. Yeah. So. And three. So Hector, El- or no, God damn it, Andy Garcia plays this guy. It's fine. And he does fine. He's Andy Garcia. I don't get the appeal. But of Andy of Garcia? People, yeah, a lot of people think he's hot. No, don't and get the appeal. I've never gotten it. But but I know people are always like, ooh, Andy Garcia. He's hairy. That's about it. Like I guess really he was hairy. prettier when he was younger. Yeah, but I guess. I mean, his beard was fine this time around. He had a nicely trimmed beard. Is that a compliment? <laughs> he uh he, he had a nicely trimmed beard, I guess. He it. he and Hector Elizondo went to the same school of gravelly speaking. Right. Yes. Led by Joe Mantegna. Yeah. I, uh, um, I think I think you're beautiful. Yeah. So It's me, Fernando. Yeah. Okay, so the grandma shows up mm-hmm. and they're talking just inane lines with whatever, and then uh there's a lots of shots with Cher where it looks like, you know, like they just filmed that with her. I mean, you could kind of tell. Yeah. They were just like, this is the day that we're filming Cher. Yeah. Like just on the balcony. Yes. Everyone else, it's close set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you almost feel that. Because there's a lot of her reacting. Oh, yeah, go, baby. Those yeah. biscuits are great. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of thing. I love corn on the cob. <laughs> and uh, and then she says she sees Andy Garcia. She, well, no, she goes. No, Andy Garcia sees. She her. says something about Mister Cienfuegos yeah. to help you flirt. And she goes, Cienfuegos. That's an odd name, babe. <laughs> and so she goes, That's, uh, that's an odd name, name babe. <laughs> so she goes, uh, Mom, eleven herbs and spice finger looking good. <laughs> yeah. So she goes. For gay guys, we are terrible at share impression. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sometimes she goes. She's asking about it, and then she goes. Uh, she's just like, "That's an odd name." And then she looks across the way, and she goes, "Yeah, he's over there," and points she to him. Yells, and he goes, "Rosie or Rosie, Lily or Ruby." It's the or loudest her name we've is. ever heard Andy Garcia in, in in any movie, and I've seen. At least three <laughs> Andy Garcia movies of the Oceans movies. Correct. Um, no, she goes. He's like Ruby. Ruby. And she goes Fernando. Fernando. And you're like, Ugh. well, so here's the story. Here they we go. Fernando's and then they do the Fernando, hit. and then there's like the well, biggest fireworks display. Yeah, ever. yeah, it's stupid. But so okay, so they wanted to put Fernando in the first movie. 
Because it's okay. one of their big hits. Like, right? Why, would why it wouldn't be, you? Right? Why wouldn't it be in the jukebox music? I mean, yeah. I mean. But it's like it talks about like a South American civil war. <laughs> well, and water, so they were though. like, so they were like, hmm, how am I going to put that in here? And so they just were like, no, let's just table that one. Mm-hmm. So they put it off. So they wanted to do it here. And they were like, God, how do we make this happen? And so later on, they're like, I got it. We will, Ed, and <laughs> we'll add Fernando Cienfuegos, which means a hundred fires, by the way. <laughs> uh, Fernando hundred fires to the thing. That sounds like so, a porn star. So that we can name him, well, so that we can name him, uh, or so we can have somebody sing Fernando to him. And so, so it was, then they made it this love story between Cher and him. <laughs> now, Cher was like, I want Andy Garcia. I want, I want Andy Garcia. He's hot. Baby. And so that's what she like. Wanted. I like his biscuits. I like buttermilk. I want butter biscuits. <laughs> so, so she. So I like she, his potatoes. <laughs> The potato wedges, baby. <laughs> they don't have them anymore. They don't have potato wedges. No, I tried. Fuck you, KFC. I, if you're a sponsor of the show, which you're not, because no one is, you won't be now. You won't be now. Finger licking, <laughs> finger licking, whatever. So I, uh, I'm not giving you I, any no, more. I drove up one day on a day off, and I was like, I'm gonna get some potato wedges and, you know, whatever chicken sandwich. And I got up there and Those I started the ordering, and I went. Where are the potato wedges? And they're like, well, we just have these regular fries. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> God, why? Eat some regular fries with chicken. Please. Potato wedges. But nowhere, nowhere else has them anymore either. And this is besides, everybody's super interested in this. But... I'm more interested in that than the movie. <laughs> but the Popeyes didn't have them either. Did, they never did, did they? I thought they did. No. For a while. I don't know. Are they, maybe, no, I, don't not, know. I couldn't find, I couldn't find potato wedges anywhere nearby. Yeah. And the ones I could get from the nearby grocery store were like cold and like pale looking, so I just passed them over. But what's what's our email address? If you know a place out there, folks, no, that does potato wedges. Yeah, email us. Share at figure looking good. (laughs) Share figure looking dot kfc dot gov kfc dot com baby dot gov. Only during daylight (laughs) savings time, baby. Turn back. Okay, so so they put Fernando in here. And then they like go through this whole timeline. So that's his lost love that he has alluded to like fifty times. That we already knew. We knew. Yeah, you. When you saw Andy Garcia, like even if you didn't read up on it, you're like, oh, this is gonna be Cher's love interest. Why? Because it can't be anyone else's. Well, so Cher's only three years older than Meryl Streep Mm. and plays her mother. It's Excuse because me. of that Silkwood died they had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy Garcia is like younger than both of them by, by a considerable amount. And so Correct. if the story was to happen appropriate to where their age is, Andy Garcia would have been three. <laughs> okay. So it yeah. made no sense. People were no like, sense. one of the complaints on this movie too was that like, not just that like, in the first one, there was a lot of like well, they put non-singers in singing roles. Yeah, this one, there's a and and part yeah. of the previous one, there's a lot of like the ages are way off. Like the right. casting from age perspective is bizarre. 
and this one i was like yeah this is pretty it's pretty nonsense mm. and i couldn't like tell for certain and this is maybe i just missed the the line where they said it or whatever so i assume that mr cienfuegos is her grandfather no don't know no I'm looking it up. I thought maybe they were alluding to that too. Yeah. Like he was part of the linear part of the family tree. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But wouldn't it, like, I mean, I mean, like Cher's character again is famous. Wouldn't he know that? Wouldn't he know that? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I guess if she went by a different name. Yeah, I guess you're but, right. But I didn't know if she was supposed to be... He was supposed to be, Oh my god, you're actually my grandpa. Could be. I mean, it feels like something they would cram in that. Mm-hmm. They cram everything in this movie. And then let's talk about... They go to the christening. Because Amanda Seyfried is pregnant and has her baby. And they parallel yeah, it. she's pregnant. And we thought <laughs> at the beginning, we're like, How did she get pregnant? Because well, wasn't talking, Sky away for like... When she's talking to Sky, she... But you thought six months, and then yeah, I, I thought, thought so too. Because he said that he's like in New York at yeah. his bank job, and she was like, well, you said you would stay there six months mm. to help them learn this stuff. Or no, at a hotel But then we it business. was six weeks. Yeah, it was six weeks. So not six it's months. not that far off yeah. from, you know. Um, but I'm pregnant just like my mom was here. And but, I'm like... But I do like... If they had like a montage of both her and her mom like, like progressing through their pregnancy, like I kind of could like. Oh to me, that was yes, a... I would have got behind that. Yeah, which they kind of did a little, mm. not much, but like it was that to me would have been a sweeter parallel. But they did have a nice part where like, uh, they have a scene where both of them are bringing the babies for like christening, mm. and that's when Meryl Streep oh, yeah, yeah, shows yeah, that's up when and Meryl Street sings to her kind of this like blessing thing. Mm. Which I was like, uh, okay, like this is, I can, I can handle that. Like if Meryl Streep's gonna, not going to be in it, I at least appreciated that she was like, hey, I will do this one number for this like sweet number for whatever. Mm-hmm. I was okay with that part. Sure. I agree. Um, they <clears throat> made all those old people climb <laughs> all those steps. Stairs. Yes. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> Golden Eye himself was climbing those steps, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, it's not James, the nineties anymore. Bond and Golden Eye, <laughs> James Bond and Golden yeah. Years. The um, we'll go buttery biscuits. <laughs> so they, they climb all these steps, and uh, Fernando is with Cher. Yeah, and then he's like, um, well, you know, oh, and here's my brother. Oh yeah, I forgot about the that. The weirdest line. He's like, you know, have you met my brother? Because uh, Christine Baranski. Well, okay, so the she's the, the only one friend, that is really happy. Julie one. Walters is always like, I mean, she's supposed in love to be with, with Bill, Bill yeah. but she thinks he cheated on her. He's like, no, I didn't. And then like he kind of breaks down and cries because he misses her and like they're kind of together, working on it. Christine Baranski's still free a free agent uh, and just gets horny for every right. guy who walks by her. Oh, she's ready for a good fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's like, have you met my brother? And the guy walks by and it's like, Hey, hey. Blah, 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 says something. And we both went, 
Wait, is that? Wait, wait, who is that? Is that the most interesting man in the world? <laughs> and it was. It was. It was the guy from the Dos Equis most interesting yes. man in the world commercials. And if that wasn't hand-fisted. That was so strange. It was very strange. Very. Because I'm just, oh, I don't know. Also, his name is Jonathan but there's also, Goldsmith. But that's what I mean, like how like atrociously wonderful this movie is. Right? Like there's yeah. just, there's something charming about it too. Even though it's really hand-fisted and like it's it's pretty much just um showing you that it is talking a little bit down to you in, in a way but at least it's having fun yeah and the movie is having fun you have to admit that right i don't know should we do our five questions yeah we probably should i think we should you know you know <clears throat> excuse me sorry my throat's mm-hmm. a little sore um I think it was too many, too many Sharon Colonel Sanders impressions. <laughs> okay. It happens. <laughs> it happens to the that best That isn't of us. the first time I've heard that. <laughs> um, okay. What do you think is the best part of this movie? I've got one word for you. Yeah. Share me your ears. Because I'm going to tell you, Lily James is my favorite part. Share me your ears. Yeah. I want you to listen to me. You thought I was going to say Share. No. Oh, well, okay. yeah, I did because share me your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, share me your ears. All right. Um, I'm just going to work it into every sentence. Oh, my God, I'm going to work it until in. It makes I'm going to hand fist it into everything. Linguistic. Into, uh, like, that's how I felt like this movie was. It was all like, does it work? I don't know. But, like, just pound it in there until it does. Yeah. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. It worked. Perfect. Yeah. But, Go with it. But this is like... Cut, print, boom. Like, sometimes it worked out okay. Sometimes it did. Yeah. Like, and especially with, like, it made sense, um, like, when they were performing actual songs or, like, the school stuff was fine, but, like... Yeah, choreography is not bad in this But, movie. like, the Fernando thing. The, the Fernando thing is an example of, like, the stuff that drives me crazy about jukes, jukebox musicals. Yeah. And it's where they set up a line specifically to... Yeah. Where she's like, Fernando! Yeah, to make, to the make song, this yeah. song happen. And it's like... Instead of the other way around, where it's organically yeah. done. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all like, let's say if I was going to do a musical about, I don't know, Ben Folds. I was going to say that. I and saw I was like, a terrible... Well, I'm off to the army. Well, I thought about the army. Yes, it was... I saw no. a... Ter- I saw a... Probably the world's most... <laughs> you don't have to get through this. The world's terrible, worst jukebox musical to the point where it was beatboxed through it because they didn't actually have well, music and she's uh, like a brick she's a brick and it a was dra- i mean it was terrible. so ham-fisted and yeah. like at one point like the the hackneyed writer <laughs> said um he was like they were like well what did you do well i did this and this and this um but for a while i thought about the army when I, I thought, thought about, about the, the army, army. Like, it was like, oh uh, my god, like what a hackneyed, yes. talentless. But that's what I mean. Per- it's sort of organically coming from. Yeah. Um. The uh the loc the location's fine. Um. That's beautiful uh, to look at. Yeah. But not well. Okay. So this one was filmed in like Romania or something right. like that, compared to the it's other. Not tremendous. But, but, but I really thought Louis James stole the show on this. Yeah. Louis James is the one that I would talk about most. About this movie, if I were if I were to say, "Hey, watch this movie because of this girl," I think she's going to be something. Yeah, you know, knowing now that she, you know, has landed some roles that are really going to catapult her anyway. Yeah, 
I think her, she's the best part of this movie. Yeah. yeah uh, she's, in my opinion. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, I think, I think the setting is probably my favorite part of this movie. Like the locale? Yeah. And I think it's because, like, I don't know. It's just, like, if this movie was set somewhere else, I don't think it would have the same kind of impact. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it it really that's does what makes feel it like... It really does feel like... And they, they talk about where it was supposed to be, like, mythologically, this... And the island is made up, obviously. But, like, they were like, oh, in myth, it was supposed to be the... If you, like, went further than this place, you, like, fell off the edge of the world. Yeah. And it really does feel like the island is separated from the rest of everything else. Like, there's mm. the outside world, and there's stuff that takes place on the island. Mm. And um, the stuff that is actually filmed on the island is gorgeous. Even the scenes that are supposed to be on the island but are clearly green screened are mm-hmm. still beautiful. I think they did like the where they do like the digital dome around them um, because it had kind of a weird glow to it. There's some cuts in there where even the start where she's um, writing on the postcard, the postcard turns in or it comes from the scene of like a mama mia yeah. and then it turns into that postcard yeah. that she's writing for the invites. To there, there's the scene where they're walking in uh, Paris, uh, and then it turns into the painting yeah. that that's part of the restaurant. Yeah. So there's some editing um, choices that I think are nice. Yeah. In this movie, yes. um, that are that keep your eye interested. Yeah. That's what I mean. That there's just so it's it's like atrocious but wonderful at the same yeah. time. The, the you know island, what I mean? The island to me it feels very magical. Like. I think part of what breathes life. Well, yeah, into everyone a lot sings of, ABBA. Right. I think part of what breathes life into the the movie is also the setting part of it. Like mm. it doesn't work if she's not on this island that is like is both right. If she was in New York, from the world, bullshit. I don't want to see a New York ABBA. Yeah, jukebox musical. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need need that. Yeah. Even if it was set in the seventies, yeah. dumb. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't need that. Yeah, we've seen it too many times. Yeah. No, this one, like, I think the setting is my favorite thing. Because mm. I would, I was sitting there and going, oh, that's so pretty. Like, when they were walking around mm. stuff, like, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think this movie stands on its own? No. Yeah, not at all. No, there's so much in it that comes from the first movie. I mean, yes, they're telling you all of the backstory, but like, why did the mom die? Yeah. When did she die? What did she die of? Um, why are they really arguing? Yeah. The, you know what I mean? Why are they building up to that? There's a lot that's not, that doesn't leave it up Yeah, on its own. And honestly, and this is, this is a weird one for me because this one feels like it kicks the legs out from under the first one for me. It really does. Like normally it's like, uh, at least like, I think about like, you know, like, um, you get a movie where it's like, oh, the first one is pretty well done. And the second one, it just leaves you questions or kind of like. Okay, well, that doesn't... St- like, it obviously mm. needs to be propped up, you know, by the first one. This one, like, I think makes me go back and go, wait, what the hell? And yeah. And like, makes it shakier for the first one. Even. I think so, too. And so that's why I'm like, uh, okay. Mm. And so, yeah, it almost does more harm than good <laughs> <with> <laughs> kind in of. that regard. Yeah. Uh, does this make you want to watch the first one? 
Um, no, but it makes me want to listen to Abba Gold. Mm, yeah. It makes me want to listen to Abba. Yeah. Every time I watch these movies, or even Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, it makes me want to get up and sing Waterloo. Yeah. Or, you know, yes. Fernando. Like, uh, I'm, I'm Abba, you know? Yeah. You know? Um, so it makes me want to listen to Abba, not watch, you know, the first movie. You? No, I agree. Uh, same with me too. Like I honestly like. I feel. It feels similar. Like I feel similarly him. to, this movie. Like I did the first one, which mm-hmm. is I felt like, uh, the first one. There were things about it that I definitely liked, but it was not like a movie where I was like, "Ooh, Mamma Mia!" You know, and like freaking out. I, I was think like, it's mostly supposed to be. Represented in like a theater for. A bunch of people to get up and sing, yeah, uh, along and dance along. Yes, like that's how you experience these movies. Yeah, um, including on stage and on the big screen, um, like a movie party or like a theater party. But if you're not doing that, you're losing some of it. And so because of that, no. Yeah. Uh, would you reboot, continue, or cancel? I mean, can I do none of it? I mean, I have to um, cancel. Yeah, same. They, but cancel because there's no other really good ABBA songs that they've they've done all of them. Yeah, no. Right. Yeah. I mean, they were struggling in this one. I went. This is an ABBA song. Yeah. This song about a teacher is about an is an ABBA song. Yeah. There you go. I go. I guess so. I guess I didn't know that one very well. The other ones I did. There was that one that uh, I don't know. It was about one third of the way in the movie. I knew that one. Where do they break up? I knew that one. And uh, yeah, but like without bringing the other songs of ABBA that we've already heard in the first two movies, there's no reason to have a third movie. Yeah. I agree. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if I would be like, if you're, if you're that determined to do a jukebox musical, do something else. Pick another one. There, there are, so many of them out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just pick another one. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, you know, uh, Green Day or whether it's uh, We Will Rock You or whatever it is. Green Day is American Idiot. Yeah, they, American Idiot. You know, so we, I think they were talking about doing a movie version of that. Yeah. But I think pandemic. Yeah. A lot of things got postponed because yeah. of that. So. Makes sense. Yeah. But we always got Rock of Ages. Mm, we do. But yeah, we will rock you. That's the Queen one. They're doing a Queen one. Oh, that was—it's a play. It's oh, that's a play, play for a oh, long time. Oh, whatever. Yeah, and it, again, I was like, should they do a, a David Bowie one? But then I realized that's just Velvet Goldmine. But it's pretty not much it is David Velvet. Goldmine. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I was just like, oh, whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, then sum up your experience in two words. Oh, I said them. Atrociously wonderful. There's something about the, uh, like, um, atrociously wonderful. Yeah. There's something atrocious about this movie where it's just so, like, done to where it's like, none of this needs to fit here. But then I'm like, well, it does work, but it's just so hand-fisted that I'm rolling my eyes at it. But it is fun to watch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So those are my two words, I think. Yeah. Um, I think mine would be unnecessary sequel. Like, I kind mean, of. 
If, if, like, if you've made the jukebox music, do a prequel. Leave it, it what yeah. it is. Just leave it. Like, you only need to do the one. There's no reason to make a sequel, a play, or you know. Also, like, like Abba is is Donna's music. Yes. Not her daughter's music. Yeah. So maybe we should have updated the music and been like, now if this is Donna's story, we should have Donna be some other artist. Yeah. And if we're doing flashback, then that's Abba's music. Yes. Right. Then maybe I could have got the difference between yeah, and like have it be a collaborative kind of correct. And then you could do mashups. then you could do a cool mashup right between Abba and somebody. I just thought of that. Yeah. Finger looking good, baby. Finger looking good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Babe. Well, that concludes this episode of the Deuce Podcast. Where can people find us, Jeremy? Uh, people can find us at uh, the Deuce Podcast. Popping. Com. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Bottom <laughs> uh, baby. Oh, yeah. It's just getting worse. It is, um, baby. Getting worse. <laughs> Uh, they can find us at. Um, you don't want to hear my Popeyes impression. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> Apple. Uh, Robin Williams Popeyes. Apple. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> uh, Google Play, Stitcher, um, a lot of those podcatchers. Mm. Um, mm. The uh, not Spotify. We don't. Not want to be, Spotify. Not Joe Rogan Spotify. Yeah. Um, you can find us uh, on Twitter at Deuce Podcast, uh, or of course also on Facebook. Make sure you say why you want to join. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Please, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. we've we get nonsense. We all the time. we get we get nonsense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so check us out. We have got a lot mm-hmm. of episodes out there to enjoy. Did you say we're on YouTube? Oh no, I didn't. We, are on, YouTube, we are on YouTube. So check you out find on YouTube and search for the Deuce. Go to channels and then the Deuce podcast. Yeah, and you should find it that way. There, well, yeah, like you recognize big the number two with flaming the flaming number two. Yeah, flaming number two, which there is often go. what's used to describe yes. our show. Yes, yes. Um, a dirty dancing event at night has like so many hits. Yeah, yet, like Godfather, not Godfather, but uh, Rocky Two has got like three. Yeah, I don't know. Don't get it, but whatever. Yeah. So go on YouTube, find that out. We'll see you next week for another edition of the Deuce Podcast. Until then, the sequel is king.